Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details. Progressive presents Forest Metaphors about bundling your home and auto. In sports, three goals is a hat trick. And when you bundle your home and auto with Progressive, you get a hat trick of great savings and round-the-clock protection. So you might be thinking, wait, that's two things. A hat trick is three. But in this metaphor, great savings counts as two goals, and so does round-the-clock protection. So it's like four goals, and that's more than three. It's basic math. Forced Metaphors, presented by Progressive. Bundle and protect today. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discount not available in all states or situations. Okay, folks, it's another episode of the, what did I call this? This is the uh, semi-awkward, semi-awkward, semi-regular comedy podcast. I and think Roundup I, was in there, too, I think. Roundup. Comedy Roundup. Roundup. It's... It, this is the best thing to ever happen right now in this room. <laughs> Today I have with me from my first, from my Virgin podcast, I have Chris Ray. Thank you for coming back. Oh, thanks for having me back. I guess uh, the, the people responded and the majority uh-huh. of them wanted Jim Cliss to come back. So I'm the winner. Yeah. <laughs> so. Always a winner. <laughs> and I have Jason Staples, who is uh, one of the first, comedians i met when i did a stab at open mic and you were nice to me i don't know why um and that's great and i also have patrick fowler who is another one of the guys who was nice to me when i started doing open mic and is also almost exactly the same age as my son so this is yeah go go your son yeah so we got a 20s we've got a 50s we got a 40s and we got a 30s 37 so we're we're representing millennials all the way through baby boomers yeah Uh, just to be uh just to be clear patrick and i are nice to everybody so why except the patriarchy except the patriarchy (laughs) (laughs) thank you patrick well, I'm glad you guys don't consider me the patriarch type, then. <laughs> no. We would consider you to be, um, you're older, so maybe grand patriarchy. Oh. That that works. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. You're I welcome. I appreciate that. I wasn't very inclusionist, Jason. Oh, sorry. So, I do want to make sure that I get the proper plugs in for you guys, because you guys made the trip out here, and I appreciate sure. you doing that. Jason, um, you are a co-manager of the Drop Comedy Club, and Patrick, you are also a co-manager. Between the two of you, we've got at least one decent manager of the Drop Comedy Club. I would say one and a half. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) I'd say approaching two. I'd say point seven five. Okay, fair (laughs) enough. Meet in the middle. You guys are nice to me. I'll be shitty to you. Uh, (laughs) That's okay. (laughs) <laughs> Although managers like manage people and like we're the lowest, yeah. right. there's no uh, there's no staff below managers. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, you guys are really good at putting a list out. We uh, <laughs> we put the list out. Uh, I also uh, do a lot of the uh, in between our booking, the guys that do the booking and the comics. Mm-hmm. So I uh, 
I get a hold of them, they get a hold of me if uh-huh. they need something, and sometimes uh, I'll pick somebody up from the airport, and I do all the social media as well. And you do very well at that. Well, thank you very much. Do you I do try. the art? No, I, I, do, I do just a little bit of... Uh, uh, John Baldazon, one of the owners, he does mm-hmm. all uh, most of the flyers. Okay, all of them actually. Mm-hmm. And uh, sometimes, if one of the flyers isn't square, if it's not going to fit on Instagram, I'll do some tweaking. Okay, but he does most of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I do have to say the Drop Comedy Club is very cool. Um, Thank, if you. You, Thank you. If you have ever wanted to um, try comedy and do an open mic, but you were scared that it was going to be the worst experience ever it's not when you go to the drop everybody is supportive and nice and um that's probably the last nice thing i'll say um <laughs> of tonight. well but uh, we're uh, we're really nice there because we're drunk all yes, the time yes. <laughs> uh, yes also just really quick uh, we have shane moss coming up on january 26th excellent uh i believe the show is at eight or nine uh i don't Patrick, do you remember when the show is? What I do time? not, but ticket information is available at yes. the Drop Comedy Club yes. Facebook right. and website. Okay. TheDropComedyClub.com. There's a click-through, and you can get your tickets. They're $10, and uh, he's not somebody you can normally see in any city mm. for $10, but we got him for 10 bucks. so it's going to be a great show. I'm looking forward to that. Yes. In January, you need some you need some laughs, so that's cool. Yes. Yeah. We'll need lots of help in January. <laughs> that's a seasonal affective disorder, <laughs> and, among other things. Among other things. Um, and I also want to um, make sure that we mention uh, Jason's podcast, Weird Awesome. Yes, on the Eclectnet Network. Yes. And I, I absolutely love your podcast Thank because you. you talk about – old shitty horror movies yes. and that that's what i grew up on yeah some and, of them are shittier than others yeah, yeah. <laughs> i was just listening to your street trash episode this week yeah. i uh <laughs> i i didn't talk i i think i mentioned it a little bit during the episode but i it's definitely i feel like understated uh i don't like street trash I what think it's a, <laughs> i think it's a shitty i think it's an awful movie yeah well it is yeah but, um <laughs> but i believe we also talked about nightmare on elm street on that episode and we didn't talk about Nightmare on Elm Street nearly as much as we talked about Street Trash, uh-huh. which uh, I'm still kind of dealing with. <laughs> but, you know, whatever. It's fine, and uh, they can't all be winners. That's right. Well, know your audience. I uh, In the in the early 90s, a friend of mine discovered Street... There used to be a place called Sound Warehouse where you could rent... I remember. You could rent up to six movies for 50 cents a day. Mm-hmm. And wow. we often would rent The Limit. Yeah. And okay. my friend discovered Street t- Trash on VHS video. Yeah. And I bet we watched that thing 20 times. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> That's one I haven't checked out. But, I am inviting myself to be a guest on the podcast if you ever get into the Phantasm movies. Because those are the, yeah, I'm down. I'm those down are for that. that uh, yeah, like. we... Uh, I think we're... We've sort of already have uh, the, the next couple... Uh, you know, lined up as far as mm. what we're going to do and who we're going to bring in, but uh, you just don't want me on. <laughs> no, I'm definitely we're definitely going to have you on. <laughs> but uh, we'll we'll please uh, turn your phones down. <laughs> yeah, guys, come yeah, on. I had already turned mine off. Uh, but <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll definitely uh, bicycles. <laughs> yeah, probably January or maybe December. Okay, I'll let I'll let you know. Okay, excellent. Yeah, yeah let me know. And there is a rumor that uh, Mr. Patrick Fowler may be starting a podcast. Yeah, there's. I don't really have any details besides the premise, but okay. uh, basically, it's going to be uh, me interviewing comedians. But uh, uh-huh. 
they're going to be playing the role of fake serial killers. So it's kind of like in the same Ooh. vein as, you know, those, like you've seen uh, interviews with, you know, those types of people after yeah. they get caught by police. So it's going to be similar to that, but uh-huh. hopefully funny. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to hope it's funny. Yeah. Okay. Well, excellent. So getting into stuff to talk about, I know you guys probably have stuff on your minds. Yeah. I, I, I do want to talk a little bit because this is just a couple days after the election. Sure, and, day two. And I, I would like to give you guys an opportunity to uh, uh, express your opinion in a humorous way if you'd like. Okay. You want to go first, Chris? I don't yeah. silence. How are we supposed to find something funny out of yeah. this? <laughs> okay, well, I'm going to jump in. Sure. I actually am doing some predictions um, for the elder Trump children Okay, uh, coming up in 2017. And I believe that Donald Jr. is going to get his own talk show on Fox. Okay. And he's going to pattern it after um, Jimmy Fallon, hmm. The Tonight Show. However, he's only going to interview Republicans. So he has a great list of people to work with. Oh, yeah. uh, people like Jessica Simpson. Um Fantastic talker, great mind. Wayne Newton mm-hmm. is is a uh, is a Republican, uh, former Saturday Night Live uh, oh. star. Victoria Jackson, Adam oh. Sandler as well, is yeah. a Republican. Yeah, what? and uh, yeah. Victoria Jackson is actually batshit crazy. If yes, you, she's a yes. fruit bat. If you've yeah. ever uh, checked her out, Hulk Hogan. Yeah. Well, yeah, and it's a good. It's gonna be good up. Yeah, <laughs> and my favorite, Scott Bale. Oh yeah, yeah. We share a name, and uh, I I think he is probably one of the best actors ever to grace a silver screen. He uh, he was definitely, I think, the best actor to ever be on the show. Joni loves Chachi. Yes, I have to say, yeah, yeah, because Joni really sucked, and yeah, he was definitely was... he was in the top two of uh, Charles in Charge too. I think probably mm-hmm. the top I two best say, actors. Yeah. Yeah. Willie Ames was the yeah Willie one. Ames yeah. Well, and Willie Ames had some drug problems, but um, then he found God and was okay. Okay. I think that's the way that worked. He's usually, just okay? Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Usually you're, like, great with God, but... Yeah. Well, I think he's just okay. That's, well, God's that's a okay. good step. Yeah. I mean, after drugs, <laughs> <laughs> everything's just okay after drugs. Yeah, probably. So my next prediction is Ivanka is going to be appointed to the new position of Director of Homeland Fashion... Um, she is only going to um, gear fashion towards size zero, though, so that's not going to... Yeah, she, uh, she's a tiny lady. Uh, Although, yeah, I guess. she's creative, though, so I think everything she recommends will be whatever Michelle Obama wore that day. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> so does that mean American women are going to get thin again? <laughs> <laughs> you know, I don't, I don't think I'm they're going to I'm not saying anything about that. <laughs> I, I don't think that's going to work. And my favorite, Eric. Eric has always been my favorite, and he's the I, one with the weird face, right? And he's the, teeth. One, the weird <laughs> face, and is not the brightest of the bunch. And I think he is going to make a big push to revive Chess King because that stuff's going to come back in style. <laughs> yeah. So he's going to fail, and he's going to ask his dad for some more money, and then he's going to keep doing that. And then in like 2026, he'll probably run for president. He's more of a chess prince in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> the so, chess prince of Bel Air? Yes. Yeah. So that is my totally prepared 
predictions on the Trump children. Now, now remind me again, Eric. Now, which one of the Karate Kid movies was he the villain in? <laughs> the first one. Okay, yeah. <laughs> he played Johnny. He got his legs sweat. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> he was supposed to get a body bag and lost instead. He, he, he didn't do so well. No, not, not so much. <laughs> yeah. So what else is on everybody's mind? That's that's all. That's all the politics I have uh, have steam for. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, <laughs> I've been trying to. There's I've been more trying politics to than that. <laughs> I thought that was. <laughs> I've been trying to like work on new material that's like you know about maple syrup and poutine or you know just things uh-huh. that'll go over in Canada. <laughs> Yeah. Just in case I can get out so before they get yourself they, ready for the move. Yeah, in yeah, case the inter- in case I can get out before the internment camps. Yeah. Maybe for we sure. can all go and revive SCTV. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That'd be good. I like uh, I like Canada a lot. I have some Canadian friends and they're all super cool. Yeah. So the first premium beer I ever drank was uh, Moosehead. Okay. I don't really consider that a premium beer now, but it yes. was it Maybe was the for first, the time. Yeah, it was the first thing I didn't drink that was was wasn't hams so sure yeah i learned uh i learned the sweet art of love making in canada so back oh, when excellent. i was young yeah is moose? that a stout or an ipa <laughs> <laughs> i'm thinking moose see ya. <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll go with ipa because uh in case she hears it i don't want her to sure. think i'm calling her stout <laughs> Now is this is there going to be a language warning on this one too or yeah gonna, i'm okay i'm, fine. I'm not Fuck it. <laughs> okay, then. <laughs> all right, we're all in. <laughs> this is the way I talk in real life. Okay, so, so, I'm you, like, uh, so you fucked the moves, Chris, is what you're saying. <laughs> when you said you learned it, did you, like, go up on a mountain and then, like, come down months later <laughs> mastering yeah. the art, or is it... <laughs> it, it... It was kind of like that metaphorically, yes. Did you talk to a wise man? Uh, a wise woman. Okay. Okay. Well, she took the money, and then he fucked the moose. <laughs> yeah, because so you can't works. catch a moose in the wild. <laughs> no. It's dangerous. <laughs> They're strong. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> Uh-oh. Awkward. Where do you go from there? Awkward uh, silence. Well, I was going to... Um, I was just going to say that uh, I don't know about these assholes, but I, I have listened to a lot of episodes of the podcast, and... Uh, Give me some I, shit. I like it. Uh, well, one a couple notes from the last, uh, from the first episode you did with Chris and Jim. Uh-huh. Uh, I am not any way related to the Staples Office Supply Store. <laughs> it was actually started you by. Don't have the E. Well, it, it I do, but uh, that's after <laughs> he, this. He keeps uh, it hidden. The uh, the person that started the Staples uh, store, their last name is not Staples. No, no. I actually, I was looking for a job. This was some years ago, and I actually applied at a Staples mm-hmm. out on Ireland Road, and I didn't even get an interview. Oh wow! <laughs> they didn't even call me. Uh, Staples without the E. I mostly did that. I initially did that on social media to hide from employers and family, uh-huh. but also so I could win concert contests mm-hmm. <laughs> and. You know, they'd have my name on a list. Oh, right. without the E, I show them my my ID. Oh, somebody must have misspelled it. Uh-huh. I can still get the tickets or what have you. Nice. Uh, also, once I started doing stand-up, I started looking at who else had my name. Mm-hmm. And the two that came up to the top of the Googles, one was a religious conservative blogger mm-hmm. that blogged a lot about sports and you just Jesus. said the googles like you're my age the googles yes <laughs> well i'm getting up there 
I'm not nearly as old as you are, but I'm getting up there. <laughs> and uh, You'll catch me if I die. I will. <laughs> and the other one worked at a supermarket and kidnapped and raped two women. So oh. I just decided I wanted nothing to do with either one yeah. of them. So I thought, you know, it's more of a stage spelling than a name. Right. Than a stage name, but... It's perfect for SEO. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, it's... Uh, it's <laughs> More than once on a show poster, I'll have my name on it, and they'll put the E in there. Hmm. And then I'll talk to whoever's putting the show together, and then they yell at the person putting the poster together. And I, after I tell them, no, it's fine, just leave it. <laughs> if I have my name on a show on a poster, that's good and more than good enough right. for me. Spelling, spelling's not Yeah, important. so it's fine. But that's that's the reason for that. Yeah. Uh, also, I uh, I really liked. Uh, the episode with uh, I'm blanking uh, Deets. There's so many Deets. Kathy. Deets? Kathy. Yeah. yeah, that was a good episode. Mm-hmm. She's really cool. And yeah. uh, uh, the Jen Miller episode, I really liked. That, uh, yeah, that's that. That's like in one of my favorites yeah. because it was uh, it was really it was really neat because she was kind of nervous about doing it, mm-hmm. and uh, we we walked around Lang Lab for probably a half hour before sure. we got started to get everybody loosened up and had a couple PBRs and sure. and, and all that. And it, it's really neat when people just open up and, and have a real good conversation. Yeah. You know? I've known and, her since a uh, high school, I believe. So I've yeah. known her for some years, but I've never really uh, picked her brain about art or any of that. Yeah. stuff. So that was really cool. Yeah. She's to. very cool. And she's a very giving person. I like her. And uh, that's app- not funny. <laughs> well, quit being so serious. Be funny. <laughs> Make a joke. <laughs> She's also really short, okay? Well, <laughs> uh, work on it, okay. So, Patrick, I have to say that um, uh, I've watched I've watched you do some sets, and I really like them. Oh, thank <laughs> and you. That's... The only problem I have is I laugh really loud when you get a good one off, and you tell me to shut up. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's only happened once. And Has it happened more? Than it's once? happened at least twice, and oh. and say so don't laugh at that. So I I, I, just, I just want to work on your self esteem a little bit because when you do good stuff and people oh. laugh, that's actually a good thing. I probably didn't have time for your laughter. It's okay. <laughs> there are only five minute sets, and I've got some just got some jokes to do. You know? <laughs> I don't have time for laughter. You know, it's not what stand up's about. <laughs> <laughs> so what's on your mind, Patrick? Ah, uh, the election. That's I don't know. I don't think I have anything funny to say about it yet, but it's like all I've been thinking about for the past couple days. Yeah, so. it's it's really hard to do it's funny like thinking around it. It's yeah. really hard to do funny stuff after this, isn't it? it yeah, is. I think yeah. we're all sort of working on trying to make it funny. Mm-hmm. Uh, I actually I called into work the day the fall on Wednesday. yesterday. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, just went for a walk and ate breakfast with a friend. And yeah. I just kind of did nothing. I just mm-hmm. kind of unplugged. I had to because yeah. it was just Tuesday night. I stayed up and I watched the whole thing and I was just like in awe of. Yeah. I was just like, you know, speechless. Right. <laughs> so. Yeah, that was me. I just like, I got home. I did open mic and then met my girlfriend for a little bit. She was, she's in a dart league. And so I met her and. 
you know, it's still, you know, it's just on the TV and, and, mm. and numbers didn't look great, but you know, it's, it's often like that. It's like, right. well, we'll see what comes in. Yeah. So by the time I got home, my son's, my son's there, he's 14. And mm-hmm. so I turn on, uh, I found TYT doing live broadcast. I don't have regular TV. I just mm-hmm. do internet. Um, and so they were doing live and, mm. and when they called it, <laughs> I, you know, it was, you know, it's not like Fox news trying to call it for Bush, like sure, the day, right. you know, an hour before the polls open. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh so I was, when tyt was calling it i'm like fuck yeah and then fuck yeah it just uh i i ended up going to the bar uh after the open mic with ryan one of the other managers mm-hmm. and i hadn't because up until that point the numbers weren't really anything to where it wasn't any you know it was still pretty early right so i meet ryan at the bar i get a beer uh, I go pee and I come back and he's looking at his phone and he looks up and he just says he's winning. Mm-hmm. And then I kept reloading the Google page on my phone and it mm-hmm. just, the night got worse and worse and worse. Yeah. I went home and had two more beers <laughs> yeah. and watched the rest of everything. And then I just went to bed. Yeah. Was- I'd have to say that uh, uh, as far as social media goes, I've, I've recognized that my Facebook uh, friend list is, Probably eighty percent devastated and twenty percent elated. <laughs> yeah, that's and that's that seems to be seems to be the the uh, way it is for everybody. I think my wife's is the same too. My wife that's and I were right. really we were we were really struggling with voting. Uh, period. For sure. Because yeah. I wasn't. I I didn't care for either candidate, and we <laughs> we talked about it for a week and. You know, that morning we got up and we were just like, well, do you want to feel crappy about who got elected? Or do you want to be feel crappy that you weren't part of the process? Yeah. <laughs> we we did the thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same. Yeah. yeah, I'm the same way. I wasn't. It's not like I'm a huge Hillary fan, but, yeah. you know, I was definitely voted against her in the primaries. But, yeah. But uh, when it comes down to it, <laughs> it's like. I don't. I don't see how anyone can like make do that math. Yeah. <laughs> the lesser, and again, that's no, nothing funny about that. No, it's <laughs> not funny. And I, you know, the one thing that that really hits hits my family is the fact that my son works in science and he works in. <laughs> well, that's gone. <laughs> atmospheric science and meteorology. Oh God! Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh man. He's he's scared. I mean, he's working on his master's right now, and he doesn't he doesn't know. What's so, so which branch of the Chinese government is he in? <laughs> there was uh, perpetrating the hoax. I, re- <laughs> I read something about Trump appointing who was it? Somebody that's a big time skeptic of yeah, climate change. Skeptic to the transition to. He, I think he's in his transition. It's just a yeah. shit show. Yeah. Well, um, don't worry though, because once Mike Pence gets a hold of him, he'll give him electroshock therapy and he'll stop transitioning yeah, right there. And, uh, <laughs> I would have to say if. Even if Bernie had Pence's as running mate, I would vote against him because Mike Pence. Oh, no. He's almost worse than Trump. He's definitely worse than Trump. Yeah. Uh, I told somebody today, stop saying he's the same as Trump because he's clearly worse. Yeah. He's he's, uh, he is one of the most out of touch people I've ever seen. Yeah. He doesn't do any of. He doesn't. He's not a loudmouth like Trump. No. Uh, He, you know, Trump wants to be president on Twitter. (laughs) So do I. But uh, Pence is. He's, you know, you got to watch the quiet ones, and he's one of the quiet ones. Right. He's very calm. He's very even-tempered, mm-hmm. and he's just, he's the worst. Yeah. And I have to say, though, I mean, I consider Trump to be 
pretty much a moron. Mm-hmm. But he he's smart enough to know that he is not going to get fucking assassinated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> By picking Mike Pence as his running yeah, mate. Yeah. Yeah. That was a pretty strategic move on his part. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, however, the rest of the country don't really understand <laughs> Pence like we do. Yeah. They yeah. don't. They have no idea yet. Yeah. Well, that was that was that was fun. It was yeah. it was very lighthearted. I got through that without screaming or cursing. That yeah. Was, yeah, go I me. Feel, I feel good about that. Yeah. So I, I I do want to come clean and tell you guys how out of touch I am. Sure. Um, as far as the interwebs and all the acronyms you young folk use. Okay. <laughs> Are you going to quiz us on some? Yeah. So. Until last week, I thought that the acronym FTW meant fuck the world, not for the whim. Yeah, I and thought that too before I looked it up. Yeah. Okay, so I thought all my friends were like manic depressive. <laughs> uh, I, I thought I would see something like, I got the job, FTW. So I got the job, fuck the world. I got to get up in the morning now. She said yes, fuck the world. I'm stuck with her for the rest of my life. <laughs> I that and I really, I, I'm not even I'm not even making this up. That's yeah, what I, thought. I thought I thought that's what it meant too. Until you know, obviously I looked it up a while ago mm-hmm. because you know you're way behind. Like yeah, I said uh, using the Googles helps. I've heard of people that have aunts or moms that think that LOL means lots of love Oh, to where, well, until they're, and then they're signing condolences cards. Yeah. I'm so sorry. LOL. (laughs) And then it's not until later (laughs) when someone younger in their family says, Oh God, what have you done? Yeah. That means laughing out loud. Right. And FML is obviously family medical leave. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm. That needs... You put some more mustard on that. Punch that one up. I actually still don't know what FML is. What's... Ah, <laughs> uh, fuck my life. Yeah. Oh, okay. Which is, I, I should know that one. You should. Good God. Which is, you know, right in line with fuck the world. Sure, not yeah. For, not for the win. I think people just don't want to say fuck anymore. Mm-hmm. Putting them in other acronyms. Well, we've, I think I've said it. We've said it a few times. Yeah. I don't remember you saying fuck even once on the first episode of the semi awkward I may thing. not have. I don't remember a lot of it because, as sure. I said, I was in severe pain. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, uh, it was fun doing the first episode sure. with the worst ear infection a person could uh, possibly have. Ear infections have. are the worst. Yeah. So this is a great story, and yeah. and, and and since uh, we don't have we don't have a lot of humorous things to talk about because shit. Um, <laughs> the uh, uh, what happened to me is I wear hearing aids because I'm old and I can't sure. hear. And about maybe six weeks ago, I took one of my hearing aids out, and my hearing aids have a dome on them to keep them in my ear. And I took it out, and the dome didn't come with it. So I assumed uh, that it fell on the floor because I was going to bed. I didn't care. Sure. Um, I had been drinking, um, <laughs> okay. as usual. And I assumed that it just fell on the floor. I didn't think about it until the searing pain started oh, no. happening. 
And I thought, you know what? I never saw that dome. So I actually, uh, my daughter was home uh, from Virginia for a wedding. And sure. I got up early Saturday morning and I stuck a Q-tip in there. And I sure enough felt something that wasn't part oh, of my no. ear. And I took a pair of tweezers and took that dome out. And the pain subsided for a little while, but then it came back in spades by that evening. Sure. And um, I actually went to an urgent care because my doctor was too busy to see me. <laughs> and He didn't want to hear about it, <laughs> oh. I think is what he said. Huh? The, 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 the young lady that I told my story to was uh, gate-mouthed. I mean, she was just like, you really took that out yourself? And And I said, yeah. She said... I can't even hardly do that. She said, I've taken two out in my oh, life, wow. and it's really hard. And I said, well, it was easy for me because I know my own ear. Sure. But then I go to my ear, nose, throat guy, and I told him the same story because he needed to check it again after the round of antibiotics. And he said, "He said, well, good for you. Maybe you can. He had a trainee, and he said, maybe you can show him how to do it. <laughs> Now, if you went to him, did you get? Did he only charge you like a third of his normal price since no. you just had him look at your ear? No, he he, okay. he charged me the full thing. They did a they did a full spectrum hearing test on me again, and I was in there for an hour and a half with them messing uh-huh. with my ears. The nice thing, the the great thing to come out of it is, is I'm a real big music fan, and I told the audiologist that I like music, and I, and it sounds kind of tinny with these, and she actually set me up with an audio program. Oh, cool. So if I press for two seconds on one of my buttons and I'm listening to live music, it's I like can a preset actually, kind of deal. Yeah, nice. I can actually hear it like it's supposed to be heard. So that was that was a good thing to come out of it. And like four hundred dollars. Oh, wow. yeah. <laughs> it's a price of progress. <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, it is. Yes, that, it is. Uh, and then you learn that day when uh, hearing HIV becomes hearing AIDS. Yes. Oh, oops. <laughs> When Thank I was uh, when I was in high school, I was really into. I was kind of a headbanger. Was uh-huh. into heavy metal, and that I was like all, the metal. and that was back in the day when uh, I think it was uh, Ethiopia had a big famine, yeah. and all the musicians came together and did their live aid or whatever. Uh-huh. And the heavy metal artists all got left out, so they did their own. Yeah, yeah. Organized by Ronnie James Dio, my oh, hero. Nice. And it was Dio. called. And theirs was called Hearing Aid. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> I, I, I used to have the cassette tape that they released Priest, from that. Priest was part of yep, that. Yeah, Priest. Yep. I saw Priest in 80... Was it 82 when Screaming for Vengeance came out? Oh, yeah. I saw them in Fort Wayne and uh, came very near to getting arrested for <laughs> drunk and disorderly for fighting. Uh-oh. But fortunately, Ooh. the officer had a um, more important call and told me and my buddies to settle down. <laughs> nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so I was, never saw Priest. I saw I saw Dio probably five times. Yeah, he had. I don't know if you ever saw Ronnie James Dio. I never, never rest got to rest see in him. peace. He uh, right. he died too young, but he yeah. uh, he had the best stage show yeah. ever. I remember my I was in high school still. So I was probably like just had my driver's license. I was mm-hmm. like sixteen, seventeen, and um, my mom let me use her credit card to order tickets because I lived outside of Cincinnati, but yeah. I was in a small town in Indiana, so it was you know I couldn't uh-huh. I couldn't just drive to the Ticketmaster or whatever, right? So she said, use my credit card and call in. So I'm like waiting. And, you know, yeah. he was never like huge, huge. Yeah. So I ended up getting front row center. I was like oh, the first person man. on the phone. So me and my nice. buddy go front row center. Yeah. And he has, it was, uh, it was the uh, last in line. No, Sacred Heart Tour, I think uh-huh. it was. Um, 
So his stage set was like this full castle. Uh-huh. Like the whole backdrop of the cage was a castle with like, you know, I had a keyboard player and a drummer and the two turrets uh-huh. of the castle and uh and like this dragon at one point popped up over the <laughs> over the walls of the castle uh-huh. and it, it shot it had like laser eyes and breathed fire. Oh, it actually singed so my hair. It's like nice. it, was, it was so yeah. cool. I had like eight foot like mechanical knights that came out and battled with laser swords. Yeah. <laughs> it was like that was the oh, best. <laughs> See, Dio is the coolest because he's got that voice, and yet I could fit him in my pocket. Oh yeah, yeah. Because he was he's he, a he tiny was man. He's like slender. Two, yeah, two, two feet tall. Yeah. and it was it, it was it was so cool to hear him talk because he was not a metal talker. No, no, he, he was, was very, he, he, yeah. He's like Al Cooper. He's, he's very well read. Yeah. And yeah, um, bright man. And he loves American football for some reason. He, <laughs> he, he, he thinks of, he thinks American football is the greatest sport in the world. Or he thought, yeah. yeah. One of the things that I think is the coolest thing about metal is if you remember when Rob Halford came out as being homosexual. Oh yeah. Right. The metal fans just didn't give a shit. And yeah. you talk about the most misogynistic group of people. <laughs> True metal fans are manly men, and no women are there. And when Rob came out, they were like, all right, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. Although I will dispute, at that same Dio concert, I remember I had a, a an important life lesson. Because mm-hmm. I told you we had Front Row Center, and uh-huh. we were nerdy kids, me and my yeah. buddy. Mm-hmm. And this beautiful girl and like just like a, a oversized v-neck t-shirt uh-huh. like you could sure. see a lot she starts like kind of she puts her hands on us uh-huh. and she's kind of flirty with us and we're so we're like wow she was just gorgeous yeah and she's kind of hanging on us a little bit as uh-huh. we're listening and then she kind of is like can i come up there with you guys and we're like yeah, yeah. I know where this is <laughs> yeah yeah you see it was a life lesson i was like 16 <laughs> 17 and uh sitting and sure enough as soon up. as she's up there All right. suddenly she's like oh great and calls her boyfriend up yeah yeah, I'm picturing it right now. Was it was it just great. was it just the boyfriend that she had with her? It was just the one boyfriend, but okay, because uh, I I had a similar sitch at Riot Fest a few years ago. My friends and I were watching Alkaline Trio, and this girl, really cute, yeah. tapped my friend and said, "Can I get ahead of you? Can I pass through?" And he's like, "Yeah, sure." And she had a whole posse, a oh, whole God. crew of people, mm. like. Six or seven people, yeah, and they stopped right in front of us. Oh, that's that's bad news. Yeah, that happens. <laughs> <laughs> well, Chris, Chris's story's got me uh, feeling pretty randy right now. So uh oh, okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> it's great that it's all guys sitting here. Yeah. yeah. Did you? Uh, how many of these did you have uh, before, <laughs> yeah, I mean, before we got here? Uh, just since Oops. I got home from work. It's <laughs> All right. <laughs> I'm putting a dent in a 12 pack. Well, there you go. <laughs> I wasn't sure me. if maybe you were taking nips out of your whiskey bottles there. Uh, yeah. That's always there. Well, there you go. <laughs> it's always there for backup or, that, that or giant keg of rum yeah. in the corner. <laughs> Yo ho ho. It's like half empty. It's... <laughs> Where, where's my rum? There so, it is. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know how you could misplace that, you know, 500 pound barrel of rum, but in the studio. <laughs> Patrick's taking advantage of the medium. Wow, yeah. you are painting a picture. It's mm-hmm. great. Thank you. Yeah. Now, Patrick, do you like music? I do. I don't like live music that much. Really? Maybe, maybe not maybe not not liking is the wrong word. Okay. I'm just not a big fan of live music. You prefer the dead? 
Yeah, the, the quiet, like the uh-huh. know, peaceful, you know? You I prefer, like dealing with you the... You prefer the album versions to, as opposed yeah. to live. Mm-hmm. Although there are some like where I've seen them live and it's been great, but I've seen a couple of like my favorite bands live and it's been kind of disappointing. Tell me about your favorite bands. Uh, I went to go see Bayside live one time. They're uh, dude. Are they no? sho- are they shoegaze? I don't know. I'm not a big enough music fan to. Okay. Like I know what that means for the like, you know I, kick the pedals. Yeah, and I I tried to mention shoegaze because I just learned about it several podcasts. Shoegaze ago. is really cool, but the Bayside is not shoegaze. Je- Thank you, Jesus and Mary. I wouldn't Chain think so. Were, yeah. were the purveyors of shoegaze? Oh, that was shoegaze. Yeah. Really I'm a huge fan of, and a lot of distortion. Yeah. Huge fan of Alkaline Trio, but I haven't okay. seen them live. Yeah, they're they're so pretty good live. Yeah, they're playing a... I think they were doing like a 10-year, maybe 20-year like anniversary tour. Mm-hmm. And they played pretty much all their albums in like, I think it was New York, Chicago, and maybe LA. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they did some shows at the Metro in Chicago. Yep. Which, I love uh, the Metro. Yes, the Metro that is so good. Memories. So anybody listening, if you have a chance to go to a show there... Pretty much any show you could imagine, any band that you even like a little bit, go because the Metro is a, is great. Those Alkaline mm. Trio shows were a bitch to get into. Uh, I have friends in Chicago that have connections at the Metro, and most of them even couldn't get in. Oh right? yeah, mm. yeah. So yeah, I'm I mean, too old now. Like, I used to have connections at the Metro. <laughs> yeah, holds like maybe two hundred people maximum. Yeah, that's that. probably that's probably right. Two hundred or somewhere in that neighborhood. Uh, I've seen some just amazing shows there. Uh, I saw there was, they do these, uh, this charity show every year at the Metro called uh, hot stove, cool music. Mm-hmm. And they'll usually bring in a really huge band, a headline. And, uh, I went, I think it was 2012 and they had some local bands and then the pumpkins were headlining. Oh, and, uh, there were so many bands before the pumpkins finally went on and by the, they went on, they came on and just destroyed the place. It was mm-hmm. one of the best things I've ever seen. Excellent. Yeah. Smashing so, pumpkins or yeah, these different the smashing pumpkins. pumpkins. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. When you're, when you're a pumpkins fan, you don't have to say the smashing part. Yeah. All right. I feel like I should count off the number of references I don't get. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, I can, I, I think I can that's, well, you can always word. ask what were the other ones? Uh, Shoot, I don't even remember. <laughs> okay. I remember like counting off my head, like, oh, don't know what that is, don't know what that is. <laughs> I get that a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, from people, me? From that just vibe. in general, people not knowing what I'm talking about. Yeah. J- Jason knows some pretty obscure ba- Of course, I'm old now, but when I was young, I knew a lot of stuff, but yeah. I don't know. Like anything from within the last 20 years, I'm it's hit or miss whether I'm going to know about them or not. Yeah. I know some of it, but I feel like I just listen to the same things over and over again. Yeah. And then I'll discover a band two or three years after they were like the hot new thing. <laughs> yeah. So. I was actually like that with the replacements because when the replacements they first really came good, yeah. out, I did not like them. I oh, thought, yeah? I thought they were too unrefined and I just couldn't, I couldn't get into the garage sound. And then at like age 50, a band I liked did a cover of one of their songs. I'm like, oh, well, I really need to check it, check back into this. And it turns out they're good. Yeah. 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 And so what, like 30 years later, I find out that they're, they're a good band. Better late than never. Yeah. So you youngsters, if, sure. if, if you had an old guy that is totally hip to learning new music 
and stuff like that. Would you feel funny if an old guy such as myself hung out with you and listened to that music? No. Or no. would you think that that's pretty cool? I think that's pretty cool. Okay. Depends. How randy are you still feeling? No. I, <laughs> yeah. Um, I... That, that pretty much went down. You're, you're crossing your arms now, which is never the sign of somebody who is Randy. Yeah, yeah, I'm not Randy. I am not Randy Rhodes. Okay. Oh, there we go. Now it's number five. Old school reference. <laughs> he was a famous guitarist he for Ozzy the, Osbourne yeah, who yeah, died, in, he a died in a plane crash. Plane crash. Yeah. <laughs> he was flying the plane. He was a pilot. That doesn't make him sound better. Yeah. Was, was he, he flying the player. plane? Huh? I didn't. I, didn't, I think Randy was actually. Flying. I, yeah, I don't know. I, I, I could don't, be. I feel like he wasn't, but was he I don't know. maybe I'm wrong. Be flying that plane? <laughs> I'm getting. I'm I just know that he was flying. He was in the plane. I don't remember quite if he was flying or not. It was like okay. a smaller plane. Yeah, right? I know it was a small plane. It was like a two or four seat or something yeah. like that, and it crashed. Like, but he was into the guitarist or something like that. Yeah, he was the guitarist on Blizzard of Oz, which had Crazy Train, yeah. and it was like the big <sighs> Ozzy <sighs> song. Oh yeah, that was that song from uh, that World of Warcraft commercial. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else it's from. Yeah. yeah. Most sporting events you go to now will have, at some point, they'll play Crazy Train. Oh, yeah. Yeah, the one football game I went to in college, that yeah. definitely played that. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. And then I think uh, I think See You on the Other Side was written about Randy Rhodes, I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. If yeah. I remember correctly. And that's a fucking great song. Also, that is one of the songs that, uh, that Lemmy wrote for Ozzy Osbourne. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. I think Mama and Com- I'm Coming Home was another one. Yeah. Oh, he, Lemmy wrote that one? Yeah, Lemmy wrote... Uh, see you on the other side, and my mom coming home. And mm-hmm. I think, I think one other song. I don't remember what the other one was, but yeah. uh, those are some of the. I, in my opinion, some of Ozzy's best solo yeah. work. Yeah. Um. Now Chris will probably get this because he listens to Marin's podcast pretty religiously. Sure. But um, this is pretty interesting because you brought up Lemmy, Chrissy Hine from the Pretenders. Oh yeah. Yeah. When she, she she grew up in Ohio, but she decided to go to England to start her career. Okay. And Lemmy was the guy that first of all protected her. Oh let wow! Her, let her get her music out there, and she was she was pretty much straight up punk when she sure. started. But he was he, he was a guy that yeah she was that, yeah I think she had a relationship with him. But yeah, the that really got her music career going. So yeah, that's weird. yeah. I thought that was fascinating. Yeah. I uh I I used to work with a guy at an old job and he used to play in uh some punk bands and he had toured around the states a little bit and they actually they had a show in somewhere in LA mm-hmm. and they ended up going into the Rainbow or the Whiskey or one of those places uh-huh. and he said he was drinking with his friends he walked by some guy playing one of the touchscreen games as he was going to go take a pee and he came back and realized it was Lemmy. Oh, man. And he was talking to him, and uh, he said well, two things that I got from that conversation that he was telling me about his Lemmy story. That Lemmy was super nice, mm-hmm. and that he smelled awful. Yeah. <laughs> Which makes sense, because at that point, he was you know still drinking a whole fifth of Jack Daniels oh, yeah. every day. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah, that comes through the pores. Sure, yeah. yeah. I heard that about Jello Biafra. Oh yeah, a friend of mine. Uh, he 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 did a speech. He he did a mm. talking thing when I was in college at Butler, mm. and a friend of mine was on the student assembly and went and picked him up at the airport. Yeah. And he said yeah. he smelled so bad. Wow. <laughs> well, the reason the reason I asked about an older guy is uh, my father in law's passed on like twenty, well, thirty some years ago. Mm-hmm. But when he um, retired, 
he went from being like a blues and jazz fan to the hardest metal fan. Wow. And, you know, he's in his 60s at this point. And um, Chris might remember Trax Records, which was up oh, yeah. the Dane. Yeah, um, I remember Trax. Okay. Well, he would take me to tracks, and he would go in, and the people who worked there were just all over him because he'd say, "I want the hardest metal you have." Sure. So we we'd come we'd come back with uh, King Diamond. Sounds like uh, a poser. Yeah, he was definitely <laughs> not a poser. But he had this amazing stereo system, and yeah. we would go back, and he would just crank it up to eleven and just listen to metal, and it was. Uh, he, he, I turned him on to the cult. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and he, the cult's not really metal, but they're... Well, know. they were kind of, I mean, not not King Diamond, but they're... No. I'd, that, I'd put it in... the Oyster Cult? No, no, no. no. It's just the cult. The cult. They were, they were kind of heavy. Formerly yeah. the Southern Death Cult. Oh. Then it was Death yeah. Cult, and then it was Cult. That makes sense, yeah. they'd shorten it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I saw them, uh, they played at uh, one of the bars in South Bend. What's it? What's the one Cheers? where they... No. Uh, uh, fever fever they okay. played at club fever like six years ago the cult did yeah and um they were they were playing a lot of the old stuff and a couple sure a couple newer songs but ian asbury was like jumping around in the audience they they, they had a band that opened that was really good um and he was jumping around the audience and he came up and was standing right beside my me and my brother and his ex-wife and um we didn't know it was him okay and he was like in the way of my brother and <laughs> he's like tapping <laughs> tapping him on the shoulder because he had a full beard at this okay. point Ian like never had a beard and my brother's tapping him on the shoulder saying can can you move and he just does this he pulls his card out that shows okay. he's with the band he doesn't say i'm ian asbury <laughs> lead singer of the call he's he just showed him his card and stood there for a little while longer and then bopped off he had like a foxtail um on on his on his jeans wow. which, is, which is very similar to what you would see ted nugent wearing which, mm-hmm. which i think is Kind of weird, but probably a real fox's tail. Yeah, <laughs> there was a comedian in Kalamazoo that used to wear a fox tail. Ah, yeah. <laughs> so, Patrick, tell me about Kalamazoo. You hang out, yeah, you, you hang out in Kalamazoo good. quite a bit. Yeah, they've got a really good comedy scene. There's mm-hmm. pretty much an open mic almost every night, most nights of the week. There's mm-hmm. a Louis Comedy Tuesday on Tuesday, every Tuesday yeah. night, 9 p.m. There's Harvey's every week at 9 p.m. Rupert's. I was getting to Rupert's. Oh, sorry. I'm going through the <laughs> step on trying to his... stay in order, you know. There's Shakespeare. You going alphabetically? No, I'm trying to stick it to the. Sorry, I start my weeks on Monday. Uh-huh. So okay. That Rupert's is gonna be last. Gotcha. <laughs> if at all. Yeah. <laughs> no, Rupert. Rupert's is good on Sundays. Uh, I think at nine thirty. Uh huh. Cool. That's a really cool brewery. They got good beer. They have a huge dog that just like roams around. Yeah, oh, that's right. Yeah. Who has all the good beer? Mm-hmm. And then Shakespeare's. I think every other Thursday. Yeah, Shakespeare's Pub. So, does Kalamazoo still have a Boogie Records? I don't. Huh. I know they have a record store. I'm not sure what the okay. name of it is. Because Boogie Records used to be in South Bend as well, and that's where, where I bought, that's where where I bought was my Boogie Records at. Um, they were Southside. Okay. No, they weren't South Side. They weren't West Side. They they were they were up more north. 
But there was uh, Bookie Records, and there was one that was in the 100 Center. What was that called? That's was, before my time, I, I think. Got, I also used to buy my rolling papers there. Okay. So, yeah, yeah there was a couple different uh, I remember... news for this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, and that's funny that you bring up tracks. I hadn't thought about tracks in a long time. I got to be... I kind of became buddies with a guy who was a manager at Orbit when they were in their old location. And oh, yeah. What was his he, name? Was it Mike? No, <clears throat> was it Mike? No, it was... Dark-haired guy? I don't... I think it was light-haired. It was okay. kind of long. He had like a ponytail or something. That may be Doug. No, it wasn't Doug. Okay. I want to say his name was like Adam or something. Okay. But I don't quite remember. It's This was 90, 98, 99. Okay. But I remember when Orbit was... When they were in this original location, yeah. it was like a fucking closet. Right. And the back was just all t-shirts. Right. And everything was mushed together because they had no room. Right. And um, I remember after Tracks moved out, it became Campus Orbit. Mm-hmm. And then there was Orbit South on uh, Ireland. Yeah. Or not Ireland. Uh, Western. There was one on Western. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah right by and, the Kroger's. And my friend Carl and I would always go there to get new releases and their used section as far as indie rock and stuff was just amazing and yeah because that was like everyone over there they would just buy up all the rap music yeah. and we would just go in there and just buy all of the all of their like punk rock industrial mm-hmm. like rock and roll all that yeah. stuff and uh what but i brought up orbit that the guy that worked at orbit because he told me a story once about the guy that owned tracks was he was crazy he yeah. was bananas yeah mm-hmm. and he said that he would come into tracks unannounced and just start throwing things around uh-huh. and just tearing the place up yeah. and then he would leave yeah and then the the employees at tracks would just have to pick up after yeah. him and yeah. put everything back the way it yeah. was yeah he he i remember they they used to talk about that because steve montgomery was at tracks and okay he, i went to school with him and doug that owns orbit mm-hmm Started at Tracks. Oh, okay. As as a manager or employer, something sure. like that. Because Doug and Steve always worked together, and they were the ones that loved my father in law, mm-hmm. and and thought it was just hilarious to the yeah sixty come in to get the coming metal in for and the, stuff for, for the King Diamond. Sure. <laughs> I need I need the new King Diamond, please. <laughs> right on. <laughs> I actually worked for that guy for a little bit, the owner of Tracks. Oh yeah. A, a buddy of mine was like worked for him like full time. Mm-hmm. Um, at the corporate office down in Indy, mm-hmm. and my buddy was in charge of doing inventory at all of the tracks locations, mm-hmm. and so he just got a bunch of his friends. He'd say, "Hey, you know, we'd make some extra money." But sure. the way it worked is we couldn't get there. We we did all the stores, so we'd mm-hmm. drive from Indy to wherever Evansville, right. South Bend, Bloomington, wherever, mm-hmm. and but we had to wait till the store closed. And then we did inventory all night long, oh, and, and oh, wow. we're supposed to be done by the time the store opened. Yeah, and I think it was might have been South Bend. I don't know if this story might have been the story you were telling about it. I remember one. I don't remember which one it was. It could have been South Bend where we just weren't done yet. And, yeah, and uh, so the the store employees were trying to come in and open, and we just had uh-huh. shit everywhere because uh-huh. <laughs> we're still trying to do inventory, and we were never <laughs> totally sober when we were doing sure, that. Sure, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember one drive. We were all paranoid, and and we weren't really. We weren't inebriated on beer on that one, 
but we had well, to... Well, you said paranoid. That's all you had to yeah. say. No, it wasn't that either, because our, our big fear was getting pulled over, and we we had this running gag by the end of the trip that the police were going to immediately pull us out, and instead of doing, like, the regular drunk test, we're going to sure. give us spinal taps. Uh, <laughs> so, okay. That was our big fear. <laughs> oh, would that be great? <laughs> Barista. <laughs> <laughs> the field the field spinal tap. Yeah. yeah. The um tracks in Bloomington's still there. Is that still there? Yep. Is it really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I don't know who owns it. Yeah. It's mostly stuff. I mean it's mostly like IU stuff. And, oh yeah. And it's like there's a karma down in Plymouth still. You remember yeah. Karma's? Oh yeah. yeah those karma, used to be yeah. everywhere. Yeah, that was another one with a nutso uh, owner. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Now they're basically just head shops. It's yeah. more like Grateful Dead t-shirts and junk paraphernalia. Right, but... right. And there's nothing wrong with that. No. Nope. <laughs> you got to sell it somewhere. Yeah. Right, that's reference 10 I didn't get. <laughs> Karma or drug paraphernalia? Uh, both. 11. <laughs> 10 and 11. Well, uh, before, like, FYE, it was mostly, like, the smaller... I think Karma was a regional chain. Karma, there yeah. was Coconuts. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I forgot about Coconuts. You know, yeah, so and that was, you know, and then there was Music Land, which was larger. Yeah. And Music Land, I think, turned into FYE. Yeah. Okay, I that think. makes sense because, like, I, I grew up at the end of FYE, I think, mm-hmm. like listening to music sure. and buying music. And uh, so yeah, that used to be before. the only way to get music, believe it or not. You, yeah. know, oh, no, you young kids. That. My first CD was, I think, uh, the Pokemon movie soundtrack? Oh. oh Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I took my son to see that movie. Do you remember Media Play? That sounds familiar. Was that like a Windows? No, Media Play was sort of like FYE, but it was a lot bigger oh. of a store, and they sold mm-hmm. way more DVDs, and mm-hmm. uh, there was a Media no, Play location actually in town here, and it was fucking huge, and yeah. they had... All kinds of shit. It was, uh, they had millions of, of dollars of inventory just yeah. on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. I remember that. That's back when they had to buy a DVD to watch it. Yeah. 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 Well, I have to admit, I still miss the video store. I mean, I know there's a few around still. Yeah. But family videos still. Yeah. But I, I enjoyed that back in the day when oh, you yeah, just I browse, did. you know, the yeah, big, no. huge video store yeah. and you'd find like crazy titles you'd never, that's how I found Street Trash. Just, Going to the big video store yeah, and yeah. just browsing. It was like a big, it was like an event. You go there on a Friday or Saturday night. You just got off of work or school. Yeah. You get you know. a pizza. Yeah. yeah. Get pizza. Yeah. All right. Yeah. It's time to party. Like, let's get three of these VHS tapes. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, the tapes closest to the window were always, you know, they had been sitting out in the sun. Oh, yeah. So it turned <laughs> from black into yeah. light blue. Yeah. 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 That was my favorite. <laughs> That's how I. That's how I saw all those horror films. Yeah. That, that you guys talk about. Yeah. That's how I got Phantasm and all yeah. the Hammer films were mm-hmm. on DVD. And, I remember renting or VHS. I remember renting horror movies from Martins when mm-hmm. they rented movies. Oh. When they rented movies. I remember that. Yeah. I remember renting uh, Chopping Mall, which we've talked about in Weird mm-hmm. Awesome, at a Seven Eleven. Wow. <laughs> they rented. You know, it was just, it was one aisle. Yeah. I don't know why they even bothered, but. Mm-hmm. I feel like that was a thing, too, because I had a, there was a Hardings near near my house where I grew mm-hmm. up, and uh, they rented movies, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that's just like a thing. Everybody did there yeah. for a while. Yeah. yeah. For a while, yeah. Everyone yeah, wanted in on that aisle, big, that booming business. Yes. Yeah. And it was booming for quite yeah. a while. Yeah, it was. And then kids would steal the DVDs, and they'd, they gave up. Yeah. <laughs> 
Well, they wouldn't remind. They wouldn't rewind them. That's the problem. Yeah, <laughs> the saying. DVDs. Oh man, we're still talking about two different forms of media. <laughs> Be kind, rewind. Everyone, twenty-five cent fee if you don't. Yeah. yeah. All right. So you guys want to plug anything? Uh, we haven't already talked about. Yeah. Patrick. Uh, okay, since I'll go first. Uh, you know the Drop Comedy Club. I do. Two two South Lafayette shows every weekend: Friday, nine p.m., Saturday, eight and ten. Uh, there's comedy at Kelly's. You can find us on Facebook at comedy, comedy at Kelly's South Bend. Yeah, on the Facebook. So yeah, don't forget open mic at the Drop on Tuesdays. Oh, how could I forget? Open mic at the Drop every Tuesday. Sign ups at 7 p.m. Shows at 8 p.m. Best open mic around. Yeah, I mean next to Kelly's. Sorry. Could you cut that out? No, it is it is the best open mic in town. Yeah. I've enjoyed it. Jason, talk to me. Uh, Tell me things. Also, I would uh, add that not only is the drop on Facebook, we're also on Twitter and Instagram. Okay. Mm -hmm. Uh, Definitely go to thedropcomedyclub.com. Go to the click-through. Get those Shane Moss tickets. Ten bucks. Plug, plug, plug. Uh, You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram, Jason Staples, J-A-S-O-N-S-T-A-P-L-S. The E is left out. It's silent. Um, also, I would like to plug Taqueria Guerrero and Niles. It's the best taco spot. Burritos. <laughs> it's uh, across right. the street from the farmer's market. Okay. It's fucking awesome. Uh, I have no stake in that business, but I'm there a lot. Yeah. And uh, they're just the best. And uh, whatever you get, please put avocado on it. Okay. For fuck's sake. <laughs> Chris. Well, I'm a... Uh... I'm a little more complicated on social media. I'm on uh, Twitter. It's uh, at Sufi Lizard, S-U-F-I-L-I-Z-A-R-D. I'll have to find you. And I uh, am also on Facebook as Christian Rosenkreutz. Speaking of, you you were trying to protect yourself. uh, For six years, I worked for the national office of a major Christian denomination. And uh, when I started doing comedy, and even before comedy, I think when I just had old college friends, I uh, had to protect myself from the church, so I created my Christian Rosenkreutz um, persona mm-hmm. for Facebook. But that's that's where I'm active on Facebook. I have a Chris Ray, but that's just my professional work right. one. So yeah. uh, so there, and then, yeah, Sufi Lizard on Twitter. Okay. And uh, I don't have any gigs on the books at the moment, but I do. Uh, you will find me at the drop quite frequently. I like seeing you there. Thank you. I like speaking of uh, drops. When is this episode dropping? This is going to be. It depends. Okay. Um, so I've got one for Monday. The young lady who left as you guys were coming in is supposed to be the following Monday. So potentially this could be three weeks, or I could just edit it and throw it up. Okay. So um, I'm going to put a disclaimer on my on the one that goes up Monday and tell folks that I uh, have no um, intention of keeping my schedule during the holidays. Sure. Because uh, I have work, I have travel. Yeah, and you got people, all kinds of shit to do. The people yeah. that I um, want to interview have the same thing. So cool. I, I just may throw stuff up as I get it sure. edited and, and put it up and 
that way people don't have to wait and you guys don't have to wait. Cool. It's your podcast. I like it. Yeah. It's my podcast and I'll do what I want. So the rumor that I heard that you were actually, that you got the the big interview of the season of Santa was going to be in here. That was just rumor. Yeah. um, It's mainly because I stopped believing. Oh. Yeah. And Santa doesn't talk to people who don't believe. Yeah. And so, yeah. So you probably won't be able to get Fleetwood Mac in either. (laughs) He doesn't get it. That's funny because my daughter saw them twice in one year. Santa? (laughs) No, Fleetwood Mac. Oh. Santa opened, though. I would love to see Fleetwood Mac. Yeah. She said the first one was very good. The second was at the end of the tour, and it wasn't so hot Mm -hmm. because they're getting up there. Sure. Yeah. They're tired. Yeah. Well, thanks, guys, for coming in. Um, if yeah, this, this wasn't great. Thank you for having me. If this wasn't as funny as, as you expect, it's because, well, shit's going down. Right. So, <laughs> yeah. Two days uh, after the election. Uh, we, we, we did have a good conversation, and I appreciate you guys taking the time. For sure. And I know a couple mm-hmm. of you got some sets to do, so get out of my house. <laughs> yeah, thedropcomedyclub.com. Yes. <laughs> Come find us. Get those Shane Moss tickets. Great news. For a limited time, you can get one month free of Spectrum Mobile service. That's right, one month free with any new line. This exclusive offer is only available at select Spectrum stores. So stop by today. Our team of mobile experts are ready to help you switch and save hundreds on your mobile bill. Don't miss out on this incredible offer. Come see us at Market at Hilliard, Taylor Square, and Waterloo Crossing. Spectrum Internet and auto pay required. Restrictions apply. Visit store for details.